hear like kids in the background and stuff. Oh, that's cool. No worries. I can't really hear him. I got my little guy over here watching, watching his little uh, movie right now too. No worries, no worries. Speaking of family, it's that time of the season. It's, it's the Cringemas special. And you're our yeah. guest for the second Cringemas special. Yeah, the Cringemas. Um, how how is your holiday so far? I've been, I know it's been hectic. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. My my Christmas been all right so far. You know, it's really for the kids. Yeah, everybody's yeah, um, uh, going crazy out there. I was I started my uh, shopping early, make sure uh, not to be out there going crazy with all the crazos. Exactly, exactly. That's how it was on with me. I, I did my shopping pretty much early. But what yeah. I do is uh, I'll, I'll I'll get me some stuff like early like. September, October, so like just little, few little things, and then November again, a little, little more stuff, and then early December. So when Christmas comes, I want that last minute shopper like I used to be, you know? Yeah. Yeah, try to step it up every year, try to be a better person. It's going to be impeccable with timing, you know? Yeah. Time is everything. Can't get that back. Exactly, exactly. Well, before we get dive into anything else, um, wh- who are you and where are you from? Shout out to anybody and all that. Uh, I go by Frazy, Frazy Illis. A lot of y'all know me as Frazy Illis on Facebook or any any other social media or any media platform, music platform. I go by Frazy or Frazy Illis. You can type it in. You'll find me right away. I'm from Gallup, a.k.a. G-Town. Raised there all my life. Shout out to Juggernaut Music. Juggernaut. The whole Juggernaut. The whole Jug team, the whole Jug Life team. Main shout out to Ern one, that dude right there. Ernie, Ernie, straight up. Ernie Santiago, dude. Uh, dude, save my life for real. Like I always tell everybody. And I always tell him, and I always tell him, you're going to hear this until forever, man. Like, you saved my life because he opened up some avenues and lanes for me to fly right through, man, because it was pretty hard at the time. And he opened up. Once he opened up the shop for the studio to jug a venue he 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 opened up a lot of opportunities for me to grab so shout out to earn one straight out up to jug earn. life and yeah. the whole team the whole squad everyone so many names i can i can name right now exactly, exactly. hey you too mister my little my little mister back there <laughs> he was like don't forget about me <laughs> for real <laughs> Well, um, take us to the beginning, like when you first heard rap and when you got inspired by rap and your first taste of rap. Wow, okay. Uh, the first time I heard rap was like uh, Ice Cube, Ice T, F Police, and. Colors? Dog hey. Well, before Dog Pound it, yeah, Colors too, and uh, um, uh, NWA as well. Like they were like, they were really hot on MTV. And then coming from where I'm from, like, it was kind of hard. Like, if you have cable, you you were blessed because you can you can listen to MTV, even like MTV late late night. They have yo MTV raps. They'll have uh Fab Five Freddy. They have all they have all kinds of hip hop. Like even the our single hall, he'll do interviews with a lot of artists, and then they'll have he'll he'll do like a he'll do like a performances, live performances, kind of like what Jimmy Kimmel them do right now. Jimmy Fallon, and shout out to Jimmy Fallon. I used to watch him a lot. He helped me pass the time through my cell, my cell through nights. But uh, I used to watch a lot of that and uh, and Living Color too, because they'll have performances and stuff. You know, you'll see some people block there, and like that's what inspired me through hip hop was a lot of those shows and, and, and 
exposure to hip hop was there because we, we didn't have the internet back then. That was like 1990 to like 1992, three, and so forth. Both Thugs and Harmony when they got signed like 93 or I believe it was three or four. Wait, from Easy and then first, like I said, NWA, Bone Thugs, uh, Wu Tang, a lot of them, um, Nas as well. Big Al, man, it's like the list goes on. Big Pun. R.I.P. to Big Pun. Exactly. Big Al. Big Al is like my number one inspiration right there. That dude, man, I got him tatted on my, my right leg. He's, he's he's on a whole other level. I'm trying to tap into that frequency myself. Exactly. He's on a whole other level so I can leave behind a, a legacy as well and let everybody nitpick through each album, each song, and, and just study it on a daily, yearly, annually, or, or like just decades or so forth, you know, I wanted to look back and say, man, like, we gotta listen to this again. I wanna Coast. get on that level. <laughs> like, those are my main inspirations in the 90s right there. Not bad, not bad. You were like a, basically a variety of the whole genre, which is pretty cool. Usually some people mostly lean towards G-Funk, like around our, in our area, in the Southwest, they always yeah. go to G-Funk. But yeah, well, uh, you're like Big real. L... Remake 
a whole or sample it or so whatever you want to call it so far which is cool that's cool ain't nothing wrong with that's what how hip-hop started was through samples really exactly so like exactly so like so like i was like down in on samples and whatnot like man that's how hip like nobody changed the sound of music and created hip-hop by sampling like because we didn't have no other way to make a beat so it was pretty it's pretty cool how it changed and turned and and nowadays, like, hip-hop is, like, it's amazing, too. You got so many people rapping, but I'm one of the fortunate that grew up around the era where it really started thriving and, and taking its, like, turn into pretty much becoming the number one genre in the world now. Like, year to commercials, year to toys, year to Disney shows, everything. Disney movies. <laughs> Disney shows, movies. Everything you hear it and before it was like shunned upon like oh why you listen to that that's crap this and that and yeah yada 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 I even grew up in an era where I'm from in a town where if you like hip hop and then you're hating heavy metal if you hate heavy metal or if you like heavy metal you're hating on rap and both of y'all are just like clashing talking trash about your favorite artist of whatever t shirt you're sporting. You're wearing like a a Metallica shirt or there the Madsen and then somebody's wearing a Tupac or Biggie and them two start talking trash to each other like why are y'all talking trash like music is beautiful there's no need to be talking down on this artist or that artist you don't like him you ain't gotta talk down on the genre exactly. like respect the culture is how I feel but a lot of them really like sparked my interest in becoming an artist myself cause growing up as a kid I never wanted to be a rapper ever ever you can have everyone in my life blow up with me like they never ever remember me as oh yeah I remember friends he's been rapping ever since he was like elementary uh, middle school junior high I didn't start rapping till high school <laughs> that's what I decided that's what I decided like man this is I, I know pretty much a lot about and like I knew how to write I just never took it into consideration like yeah I can I can uh write I can rap I never thought of that until like one of my bros, Lance, shout out to Lance Bro. His last name crazy. Uh, his last name is Bro, but it's spelled like B-R-O-U-X or so. But if you ever oh. hear this, shout out to you, Lance. Uh, he used to come by and we all used to, he used to, every time we talk, he'll like Brian. And then we would ask him, <laughs> I'll never forget it. I was like, why do you always Brian? <laughs> every time you talk and answer a question, you always Brian. He's like, because it's part of my time. <laughs> oh my god! And I was like that right there, right? So I'm like, oh, buddy. So I started like copying, and mimicking, like but in my own way. Like I can write too. And then it went from there. Once I went to high school, we all parted ways. From summertime, went to high school. I found out I could start rhyming. So like, thanks to Lance for opening my that layer of my mind, showing me I can rap. And when was like the first time you really started recording? I know, like, uh, from my research, you went by Ninja during, like, before Frazy, right? Yeah. Yeah, I went by Ninja. I went by all kinds of names. Like, in so high school, were, I was trying to find myself, trying to find my, my I'll find out who I was. So I went by, like, like Ron Flames, uh, uh, what was that? I don't know, Dizzy, Dizzy D, uh, man, what, what a shout out to, uh, uh, the homie, uh, Cash, we used to rap back in the day too. Underdog used to go by. We was in high school. We used to be, I used to be carrying my box around, going in circles. We'd be 
standing right in front of the trophy case of Gallup High School. When you walk into the commons area, you see those trophies right there. When you walk in, you turn to your right. If the pop, the office is still right there, that that, gla- that glass case display with all the trophies right there, we call that area right there Lyricist Lounge. We would set my box right there and just wrap where we write or freestyle. And like my first time morning, I would say, would be like, 99 2000 but i wasn't like serious like oh yeah i want to really rap i would just record like check this out and then when i hit 2001 i was trying to be serious but i didn't have no nobody to help record me or anything like that so what i did was we just i had this gemini t500 and i had like these two short records and this crazy bone thug line album and I would use their beats and I'd rap to it and I would just scratch and just keep rapping and yeah. I would rapping and scratching the beat and everything. And I would record like that through a, a a tape player. So it's like a a double tape player. You got you got a one where you can replay the beat and then you can record the from that tape. So what I would do is I would hook up a little karaoke machine to that tape player with the little piggyback and the RCA plug, the little black and, you know, black and red cord, yeah. and it would piggyback onto my karaoke machine so I could record it with my microphone, and then I would record my microphone on straight with the beat like that, so it'd be like 2000, 2001 when I started doing that. Not bad, and not bad. I, that's, that was like the first time I started recording, and when I came up with the name Ninja, it was like, and it, it was pretty much like, in the streets, the home, one of the homies bite on me, gave me that name just for doing some street stuff. And like, so I used that name as my rap name. And I figured, like, yo, I need to change my name. I need to figure out a name where people can search my name, find me ASAP. Because you type in Ninja, you can't, you know, find like millions of searches on that. So I, I had to switch the name, most switch the game up. And now everything's all cool, man. Exactly, exactly. Um, There's this one bar that I heard from you, which was like, I'm on the grind, call me skate or die. Out for the prize, cause the pay is mine. Tired of living in a cell, watching days go by. I'ma get up out this hell, cause can't cage my mind. And I really like that bar, because it showcases everything you went through as an artist. And defines that, that hunger that I see in you. For not wanting that. to go back. I appreciate that. I noticed, like, you're working on English. And yeah, then, yeah, and then, yeah, that was back to that. Or, uh, and then to, uh, phrase, Ninja English, and then Phrase English. That was the very first one that came out. It was like hell going through those changes, but it made it through the rain. I ran through the rain dry, man. <laughs> not bad, not bad. But yeah, I like like um the story of that, like how like you were you were um basically thrown in a cell, and then you were like even in that cell, you were like pushing hard to fucking release that. And as soon as you got you know, now you released it when you were still in jail. I was like, holy shit, that's fucking badass. Like when I was reading up on that. And I like, like, the whole general theme of the album is, like, overcoming an obstacle and being true to oneself. And that's what I really like about that mixtape. Or the album, actually. I appreciate that, man. That, that, that was, like, all my blood, sweat, and tears for real. Because um, I wrote, like, about at least four or five songs on there for when I got out the first time off that. And then the, the, the rest I wrote out here in the closet of the apartment I, I was paroled to and then I uh as a matter of fact that song I recorded uh 
clap that. It is track three, I believe, right after yeah. Paranoid. And, uh, and, uh, I wrote that when I was recording in the little closet where I was paroled to in the apartment, my PO showed up. So it was awesome that she saw what I was doing and then. I uh, I messed up. I cut. I I messed up by cutting my bracelet off because I I got a little inebriated and I got a little carried away and so I was like paranoid at the same time and it's like I was like man f this and f everyone <laughs> oh I cut it and I went back so I had all these all these songs built up yeah and I was trying to get it released while I was out and I had a lot of people that was like backing me because they're like yo that's dope you saw like the change and everything so they were like excited for the change and the, and the come up and the come out for the album yeah and i let a lot of people down by letting myself down first and foremost then my kids and everyone and, and i went back so i had all these songs in my laptop and and i finally like gathered them all together and uh, i gathered them all together and it took me like over like three four hundred dollars worth of phone time just to do all that and say, hey, get this, get this on, get all those songs on, can you go over there, Jug? Get, we recorded this on, you know, grab this, get the fuck, get the masses, get the beat, get, oh, and, and grab my vocals for this, yada, yada, yada. It was, it was hell, man. It was freaking hell. Like, I, I, I almost gave up, almost as in like a 2% of myself wanting to give up. So that's a little <laughs> almost in myself, that's it. But I, I told myself, I said, self, you're going to be one of the very few to do this from where you're from or probably one of the only. <clears throat> and not, I didn't want to do it just for that, but, like, the drive I had, the situation I was going through, why not? It was the perfect time, especially in my shoes. So I did it through that, spending my full time getting all these songs together, putting everything in, getting it in order. Finally, I got a hold of my girlfriend from Tucson, shout out to AZ Tucson, show me mad love in Phoenix, homie, uh, uh, free Fibonacci, Fibonacci, shout out to Fibonacci, aka Playboy Money Bags, shout out to Dave Drew as well out there in AZ Tucson, the Tuck Town Boys, they don't play straight up, they already know crazy, aka they helped me shine and thrive while I was locked up, straight up, man, Javi doing mad things for me when I was locked up, Javi, aka Fibonacci, he helped me out, he did the art cover, the album track listing in the back, the whole sleeves tucked in for the little CD album, and he got it all made out. And like his bro, his bro did the whole plaque for the album. So I got an album plaque for the Phrasy, Phrasy English album as well. I didn't expect that, but that was dope how they hooked that up as well. And I got that sitting in the office over there at the Juggernaut. And so like he got all that printed out for me and I was hustling up in the system. I was I was doing what I can to make that bread with with paintings, making the little chill house jewelry, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and just in the in there on the coma flipping like food and everything I could flip like straight up and we made that bread and sent it home, helped out my kids, helped out to get the, the album out and we got the album out from the system. And Hobbs, shout out to Hobbs in Mexico and, and Roswell. I was in both of them places, back and forth, back and forth, kind of messing up. Stayed in Hobbs and finished my majority of my time out there. And 
while I was sitting there at SDF Correctional Facility uh, Hobbs, I was putting out these songs and this album. I put it out through there. We dropped it on a, not Distro Kid, but the other CD Baby. We dropped it on that one, and it's been going ever since. It's been paying on its own, which is which is awesome. Like song, the songs and everything. Like you know, like you got to do an annual pay, all that, whatever. Yeah. Like the, the album's paying on its own, which is cool. Ooh, I like that. Self-sustaining. And, and I feel blessed and thanks to my fans for helping me out, helping me push that out. And we got that album out. When we got the the actual physical copy, the digital, the digital, the everything on the mainstream was getting put out on, on all main streaming services not mainstream, but the mainstream services, they were getting put out and people were slowly like catching drift of it because I wasn't popping on the internet or on Facebook like that yet. So what I did was I hit the streets and I did more hustling, flipping more up in the system and sending more money to the homie. And he helped me out. Shout out again to Javi, Javi a.k.a. Fibonacci. Tucson AZ, shout out to them boys, the Pasqua Yacht Tribe, man, playing zone and them, all of them. Mad love for y'all, straight up. Y'all are the y'all are the shit, man. Crazy natives down there too. But they helped me out, put this album up. And a lot of people don't know that. Like I got mad love for AZ. Ain't no hate in AZ. Y'all love. They helped me spread this hip hop. We spread it back. We connected since way back and it's all love. There ain't no hatred over here. And with all that being said, Fibonacci made all those copies for me. I paid the price. They sent this ship to, they shipped the albums to town and then he shipped that little plaque to the juggernaut, the juggernaut down, the one that's on a 308 East Highway 66 across the skate park. And mm-hmm. Ernie didn't know this. I told him once, like the plaque was actually sitting in there in the jug mail and it was, from the mail, I'm sorry. And my people's picked it up and they held it for me until I got out. And then it just so happens that plaque ended up back inside the jug. And it's fucking dope. Like, so my people's got the album, they distributed it in the streets, $5 a copy. And what I did was I put little baggies, I put the little album inside the baggies, right? Because uh, most people think like you can put it in like cardboard case or whatever. It was already in a little plastic cover with a CD if you got one, you know what I'm talking about. And uh, it's a clear casing. But like, I was like, why not? Let's take the extra step and let's put that CD inside of a baggie and, and let's distribute it to the streets because that dope, you know, it's so dope. You got to put it in a baggie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that that was a little theory I came up with while I was locked up, and I was telling all the homies that, and, and they got the same reaction every time I said that, and that's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> no worries. And yeah. like, what I, oh, yeah. while tapping my back, let me finish one more thing in that little section of that question you mentioned. So, yeah. while I was in there, I never gave up. I wrote a lot of songs, and, and like there be times where I'm like. I felt like the sun didn't shine because it never really did because we were always in a cell lockdown or just inside of a pot. But sometimes you wouldn't see the sun. Sometimes you could see the sun beaming through. But like, whether in your mind or wherever you're locked in a box or if you're locked in a cubicle at work, you're locked, just locked in a home or, home or somewhere in general. I, like, even if the sun feels like it ain't going to shine, just know that it's up to you to let it shine. You can start with your mind, your heart, and just, figure out how you can work that time, make yourself a better person, which with 
whatever it is you're trying to strive for. And that's what I did with the music. I can't write and I can't, I don't care if it sounded like old or repetitive. I, I kept doing it, doing it, trying to crack that code, trying to find that chemistry and that. And I, I found, I found my, I found who I am through writing. So like my advice to a lot of y'all artists that are listening to this, if you want to become a better person, a higher being than you already are, then you got to keep going, doing what you're doing and keep at it. Never stop, never feel hopeless because that'll bring your whole energy and your vibe, your frequency. It'll bring it all down. Your vibration is going on all time low. You ain't even trying to, you ain't even have it like that. So if you, you got to manifest it by thinking it, saying you could do it, follow through and you know you'll make it happen. That's the only way you'll get better. And that's what I did. Like it's helped me to write in a better way where I am more comfortable with writing. Before I didn't know who I was. I didn't know where I was at sometimes. Like the topic, the subject matter I was thinking about. I was everywhere. Like I'm like, bro, stick to the subject. You're going off subject or you're talking about this or you're talking about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're saying motherfucker too much. You're fucking fucking shit bitch. And... <laughs> <laughs> so like I, I I learned to like refrain from using many motherfuckers and shits and bitches unless it's called for. But other than that, I try to show my lyrical wordplay by like exchanging those or switching out them words and using them for a whole different word. So I can show that I am lyrical and I can still play with the words just as much as another MC could as well. And that's what taught me to do that was writing all the time, writing every day just to get myself out of that darkness and bring sunshine to my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, that's what I love. That's what I love. Like, um, I noticed like mostly all these songs, they, I think they came from like you from when you were serving time because I like, the moment you came out, you just started releasing music like nonstop. <laughs> yeah. I had to. I was hungry, and and again, shout out to everyone juggernaut. I I had that opportunity to release music nonstop because he opened that doors, and not a lot of people take advantage of that. Like, why not? It's right there. I mean, it's, so like I did. I mean, I didn't have nothing, and Earn saved my life. He like there'll be times where also always say what's Ernie. AJY's chief maker, those three right there, they, they, they helped save my life as well. Because whatever they were doing in their album and that song, uh, A Little After Firewalk, they uh, they would lock the doors after hours of the drug and, and, and I'd be running the streets at night and and I was off paroles, off everything, but I, I, I just wasn't in place with myself and, and with the town or, or I wasn't in a living uh, perfect living condition. I was in a really good environment, and finding those guys, they locked me in. Then I looked at, them, check out this new beat. Listen to this. Watch here. Give us the at least a sixteen. Or you know what? This one needs an eight because we got like this many. Oh, I got you. So they'll lock me in, and then I'll do that verse. All right, we'll record it. We'll hang out, smoke some weed. If you drink a little beer, or whatever, and, and, and another song will pop up, and they'll ask me, "Hey, this one is our new one." I was wondering. Maybe if you want to get on there, okay, my bad. So, so they locked me in the studio, we'll get like songs going, all that, and we'll stay up to like five or six. Then I'll go sleep at the juggernaut, and when they used to have a little couch, we'll sleep over there, or I'll sleep in the venue. I'll crash out of the venue and wake up 
from like five to like almost ten before before opening hours, and I'll I'll dip out, find my place to shower, come back, and I'll back at it right in, hanging out with the guys, doing music again. Dang, you were you were living the music basically. Yeah, yeah, and and I I was like trying to stay away from the streets and all the street bullshit, and those guys kept me from that. They kept me inside the jug and doing a lot of music. I did a lot of music, and thanks to them, they allowed me to. They they offered to help me and and help me create this vision, paint this perfect picture, which ain't so perfect, but perfect for me because like I never had nobody else help me paint the picture that I wanted. So bad, like right at the time they helped me. Shout out to them. They, man, they the shit. They earning the Godfather, man. We call him the Godfather of the underground in G Town, cause and the surrounding areas, cause he's helped a lot of people thrive. Believe it or not, he don't take that credit. He likes to sit in the shadows and exactly. kick back and 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 do what he do. He's a humble dude. He's a really good person. I love his soul. He teach me. He guide. He, he's me. not the he Godfather. He's the all and all of us. And, <laughs> yeah so he's like he helped us man he helped us a lot especially me to this day man he still helped me and shouts out to Aaron yeah shouts out to to the cringe it's almost cringemas y'all exactly very cringemas actually <laughs> this is gonna release on cringemas on the 25th you're gonna oh yeah nice nice shout out to y'all merry christmas i just want y'all to know happy holidays i just want y'all to know that uh man y'all keep supporting this podcast it's amazing it's be part of it and to help the local hip-hop community become one instead of become evil hating on one another you know
throw a, a jacket on him and say he's this and that when that ain't the truth. So the way I see it is I ain't got no beef with any other cast that involves themselves. All I want to do is have a man-to-man conversation face-to-face and see what's good. We can squash this shit or we can get into some gangsta shit. I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm really down for either or because I live for the shit like I said. I've been through so much shit. This shit does not scare me. All the boys talking stuff on the internet. Exactly. Y'all, y'all cats that talk a lot and, and flash a lot on the internet. Let me let me give you a little fucking. Let me give you a little heads up. You are not tough. You gotta watch what you do on that shit. You gotta watch you stay on that. Straight up until you get incriminated, then you're gonna say who you're gonna see who's really tough. Exactly. People incriminate themselves. They think they're so tough. They get them stuck in Like, no, but you got to handle your shit like a man. That's disrespectful to be like that when you act like that, talk like that, and have a whole other state back you up like that. And have another cat try to dish you and they all over their face and like, oh, yeah, we did this. And like, bro, you, you didn't, you know, that, that kid, you didn't say shit, boy. You didn't say nothing, homeboy. You was lucky. You was lucky that the day you came to the G town, we gave you a pass, homeboy. We gave you a pass, homeboy. Shit, we gave a lot of these underground rappers passes, yo. Only because I respect the venue. Man, we had a lot of fools straight up beat up, handled man to man, face to face, toe to toe. Like, what's good, boy? You come to our town, we can handle this now. Let's go, baby. Walk into my hood. Yo, like that young cat, whatever, young in his little name. I don't say his name, try to give him fame. He talking tough on the internet. I pulled up. He said he didn't want me on the show. I, I was walking all by myself. I didn't need no homies. I was walking around the whole venue, and then I didn't say nothing. I wasn't acting tough. I was waiting for him to say, hey, what's good? So we can see what's good. And he was like, I want him in the building. I want him to be on stage. And then he was, like, shocked because he didn't know who to have on the stage. So, so Cody was like, yo, Throw, I'm gonna throw Frazy on because, like, we can't be having this dead air. And he's like, oh, it's just, yeah, I just throw Frazy on. And I'm like, yeah. So I performed the whole time looking at their table. And then, folks, I want to be disrespectful to one of the best venues in this town, in the whole side of the little state line right there on both sides. Like, yo, you shooting yourself in the foot for that one, bro. <laughs> Trying to involve everybody when it's a man to man deal. We could be involving each other, doing music, and say, yo, like, you better go handle that, boy. Like, I don't know why you're trying to run over here and tug on my pocket and tell me, can you can you walk me over there and and, and help me beat him up or help me wrap him, out wrap him, <laughs> bro? Like, so you gotta throw a little name on me and, and try to call me this and that, but you can't pull up to the jug and talk it out or say, yo, I wanna fight this dude, or I wanna battle you, I'm tired of this, let's take it to hip hop. I'll take it to hip hop. I'll freaking. Shit, we can record it. We'll open the whole thing. I'll pay for the venue to invite his boys, my boys, and we can battle it out. So, like, all I got to say to that kid is, is, yo, like, you, you, you talk a whole lot, but you ain't walking, homie. I hear a whole lot, but you ain't doing nothing. I see your family talk tough on the internet. You ain't even, they, when they see me, they try to shake my hand, show me respect. Come on, get it right. Tell that kid, handle his business. Instead of the only time pulling up, you want to bust the window and then drive off. Some, some bitch shit. That's all I got to say. Some bitch shit. Them dudes, y'all leading this dude to a whole 
don't know, I don't know what hole, but it, y'all leading it down some hole that's gonna get him fucked off, straight up. Because the way I see it is, man, the man, make a man handle his shit on his own. Exactly. Bro, like if my my dad, my dad would be like, yo, you better go over there and fucking well. I don't want to hear this about this kid. Pick you bet tomorrow. This is what you're going to do. Put your hands up. This is how you're going to do it. And if he beats you, oh, wow. At least you showed him you weren't scared and he won't pick on you again. Exactly. It's just the way I see it. And, and like, everybody that's trying to add fuel to it and add drama to this bullshit, it's all stupid. Like, we're splitting our peoples up. We're dividing our peoples up. And at the end of the day, we're going to divide him even more because somebody's going to get hurt. And it ain't gonna be all fun and games. So, um, how a message to y'all one more time? Like, however y'all, I want to get into this. We can get into some man to man. We can we can get into some man to man real shit. Talk this shit out, squash it out, fight it out, rap battle it out. Or we can get into some gangster shit. It'll be on site, whatever. I don't give a fuck. I'm down for whatever. I'm down for my type of all that little shit talk, little bitch talk. Exactly, exactly. And that's what I hate too, like like this whole thingy, like it not just affect like it was it was between you you and you two and it was supposed to be man on man. But here, like he went over yeah. here and he started like um he unfriended me and he unfollowed me. I'm like, what what am I gonna do with this? <laughs> right? Like oh like because you follow him like why, yo? Like come on man, like you're you're losing opportunities before you can even gain them. Bro, he's losing, like, again, warning, like, don't fuck with me, don't fuck with me, especially in my town, like, you fuck with me like that, like, I'm not trying to fucking be that dude, yo, I just want to make music, I make really good music for myself before anything, because that's my pain, and I could care less how much money I make off of it, because I know there's a lot of people that feel the same way, because it's genuine, so I'm a, I'm a spokesman for the I'm a spokesman for the Reds as well, and for all that bullshit to be said and done, and then to like two sides and split is it, is not it's not a good look for for our uh, native hip hop or whatever you want to call it. It's not a good look for our peoples, but it's it's up to us to show the youth that we can change the future. By starting with our, our, our present, we're starting with we're right now, showing them the right way instead of adding fuel to the fire, thinking it's all cool to be a badass like that, knowing like you're getting yourself into a thousand times more shit. Yes. And it's not cool. We got, a, we got a lot of youths that are growing up thinking that it's cool, especially on the internet, bullying and shit. Like, no, nah, the end of the day, you're going to see that person and how you're going to have that same energy or no. Nah? So it's exactly. not cool to split people apart and just because you support them, you're like, oh, well, you support him, fuck you too. <laughs> like, bro, I don't even know this dude and I don't even know you, but I like both y'all's music, so I know y'all through your music. Fuck that. That's y'all's beef I don't want to be part of. Exactly. But you know what? I'm going to y'all's music anyways because they're both dope. But now because I'm listening to his, you're going to get mad at me. So, like, that's some bitch shit, if you ask me. That's some little childhood, kindergarten, fucking 
K preschool fucking elementary shit right there, if you ask me. But it's cool. A lot of these cats will learn one day, like, when we all get older, they're going to look back and wish that they didn't lose a lot of those opportunities and ruin those opportunities, not only for others, but for themselves. They're going to look back and maybe, maybe. cringe. Yep. Dun, dun, dun. Maybe they don't have to. Maybe they wouldn't have to look over the shoulders every time. Maybe they wouldn't have to be all scared trying to carry a weapon when they come around or something or, or feeling threatened or paranoid. Maybe they don't have to feel that feeling. Maybe they can feel comfortable living that peace and harmony with themselves because they don't have no more problems out there, unfinished business out there, causing all chaos and destruction with other people that are leading the blind to be blind as well. It, it, it's it's not even it's not right, but it is what it is, man. I'm gonna still keep doing what I'm doing. My peoples from my town and the surrounding areas, our peoples, they all see the same, feel the same, and, and to hear all this little bogus little BS beef that's going on, we all laugh at it. All my peoples, everyone in the streets. I walk, I walk around town because my ride is in the shop right now. So, like, if you see me on a skateboard or on my foot, I'm walking like. How deeper can you be in the streets than that? And exactly. I run into a lot of people that show mad love before respect. And, and it's all love because, like, that's where I came from. Not one person has ever asked me about that situation that's going on with me and that fool. Not one person that walks the streets of hell. All they do is, like, hey, you still have to juggernaut. All they say is, hey, you still have to juggernaut. You still make it. Keep doing that. Hell yeah, brother. They'll either call me ninja or crazy, mainly ninja, because that's how they remember me. And it's all love and, and, and genuine respect and love. And that's why I feel content with myself before an artist, because I know I gained that love and respect before I even gained it from the world. Coming from where I come from, not a lot of people want this town when I was growing up. They would take off, move to Albuquerque or Phoenix. and No disrespect to those cities, but I'm just using a bigger city so they can thrive is an example like they're using a bigger city to thrive and, and be a bigger artist and be recognized which is cool no hanging but what i'm saying is nobody wants their town they'll move out and, and, and get signed elsewhere or, or run with the whole crew and they won't even represent gallup at all i'm like man this is one of the best places to represent i don't care if they call it drunk town usa or whatever they got to say about it so i'm gonna go ahead and take that I'm going to take that full flare. I'm let me let me be the head and and bring all of us up and we all could be the head of this. Let's let's do this. I'm ready. We can be all the face of this town. Nobody wanted shit. I grew up here. Let's get it. We all can have it. I'm ready. Oh, oh yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, thank you. Thank you for it cuz like I was like I was like um I wanted to tell your whole story basically. And you can't tell yeah, the whole story without just pushing that to the side and be like, oh, yeah, that doesn't exist. Well, I was like, no, nah, we got to show the good and the bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, show the good and the bad. That's what we need. There's a yin and a yang. There's always a good and bad. There's there's always a up and a down, a left and a right. You know what I mean? In and out, you feel me? So, yeah. So, of course, we, we can't sugarcoat nothing. This is all. We got to keep the creams, huh, man? Exactly, exactly. So, yes, let them, let them know what the truth is. And, and shout out to AZ once again. Shout all the cats that are, uh, don't get it twisted, y'all, that are backing up that one fool. Like, well, it's whatever, homie. I ain't got no beef. I ain't got no hatred on AZ. Because, once again, AZ got love for me. And I got love for AZ all day, G. 
and, and it is what it is. Exactly, exactly. All love from G-Town, Facey, Illich. And with that, we basically came to the end. Yeah, yeah. It was good. It was good having you on the show. I like I like where everything came. It would actually fit perfectly. Oh man, thank you. I appreciate it. And I'm on the road, still driving to Dallas. I got like another hour to go. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was gonna be there like two hours ago, but uh, it turns out I was late. I'm tiny. Oh my god. Oh my god. Well, with that, um, we call. Do you got anything to? Do you got anything to for us to look forward to in 2023? Yes, I got. I got a lot of music coming out, so I, I have a bunch of music in the archives. I got a bunch of music just chilling there, haven't even been mixed, mastered. I got a bunch of, of music that still needs fresh fresh uh, uh, features. I, I might need to get a feature from you as well. So you got you to gotta hit me with your price. All right, and uh, all right. I got you. I know I got your uh, your cash app. So and uh, so y'all be looking, look, at, look out for... Uh, I'm going to do a... A mixtape album, or I should say, an album, a feature album with a bunch of features from artists from New Mexico, Arizona, all around New Mexico, like some 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 heavy hitters to some underground underground cake getters to some real go getters, all mixed in one. And then we got me and Cody Kelly. Shout out to Cody Kelly. We got Roadrunners Two coming out, Ooh. and we got some, bro. We got okay. So if y'all heard Roadrunners One. That one was a real good classic. Roadrunners 2, man, this one's on a whole other level because we went through some shit from since Roadrunners 1 to now. Whether it's together, on the road, to separately, in the studio, as a person, as one. Man, like, we, we're, we're displaying a lot of that energy on this album. And the beats are all Cody Kelly's beats. Ooh, there's no damn. there's no there's no uh samples from YouTube or anything like that. Just straight in the studio we made it straight on the spot. We didn't even say, okay, we're gonna make a song about this. Each and every song we recorded on this album was made on the spot from what we were feeling. Damn, I got So y'all look out for that one as well. And look out for Illa. Shout out to Illa she getting out real soon. She gets out of May, we're gonna get her a little mixtape going out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's coming out. Wait, wait, wait. When? Next May? Yes, next year May she'll be getting out. Not bad. Not and uh, bad. She, I know I, I went against the rules. She told me not to tell anyone, but but yo, uh, I'm pretty sure anyone that she knows in our circle right now ain't even listening to Spotify. <laughs> so we're good. Exactly. We're good. Right? This is this podcast on Spotify, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, cool. So yeah, my Illa. Illa Shell, Illa Rose, she gets out uh, in May. She, yeah, so I got her in the chamber. She's training as well. I'm giving her a little guidance and tips on what I used to do while I was in there. A little uh, secret was I keep a dictionary and a thesaurus, and I would write every damn fucking day just to get where I'm at. And, and like, I'm not content. I'm not saying, like, oh, finally, I made it. Like, no. Like, there's still more to go. And, like, that's what's exciting about knowing on this journey that I'm on. I'm excited because I know there's more to learn. I didn't. I'm not where I haven't reached my full potential. Exactly. So, so I'm excited to involve my sister with that, and, and that's what I and I have been giving her down some knowledge as well, sharing the knowledge. If anyone have any questions about a little insight of how I write or how to write, I, I'm more than willing to help that help you share that knowledge. Like I'm not stingy. Like I'll give you a little secrets that'll take you straight through the shortcut and get you straight to the point and 
you'll be like, oh, that is why, that is how, like, it's pretty good. Or learn it on your own. You'll, you'll crack the code. Trust me. Just keep writing. That's the only way. Exactly, exactly. Well, just let her know that, and let you too know that beats for the Lolo, I'm always, I'm always here. <laughs> for sure, man. We appreciate you. I appreciate you. And uh, on the 29th of December, 2022, let's, let's end this year off with a bang and let's hit up the Juggernaut uh, open mic. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Me and B-Man will be down Yo, there. Cause shout out to the cringe, man. The cringe can rap. I don't I, I don't know if he spits on his podcast. I know he probably don't want much of the shine because he do the interview, but but this dude right here with his live interview or with his live uh as well as his live performances, man, he kill it. So bro, you gotta come back and do some open mic. This one right here is the last one. We're gonna go out with a bang. We're possibly gonna have a a, a, quick, a little main event, a main person to sit rap uh, close it out or see. But it's gonna be cool. It's just gonna be it's still free as well. So if you can't make it, that'd be awesome, bro. I'll be making it for sure. I'll make an appearance. No probs, no probs. Well, other than that, you got any um, new merch? Red, green, everything. You can add blue. Oh, so, the, <laughs> so the, the merch, as far as the red or green everything, I right now I'm not continuing that as of right now because me and my partner, we, uh, we had our differences. So he's off, I'm on. So I'm going to get that back and going here shortly as of right now. We'll have some more Brazy Illis merch coming through under Juggernaut, Jug Life Music. You can check out juglife.com. You can find our merchandise, our albums on there. Support. No support, problem. support. You can find not only me, but you got a lot of artists that are on that website as well. You can support one of our albums, purchase it. It's always good to uh, help support the local artists because that's where... Where, where it's at man one of these days one of us is gonna bring a lot of businesses or, or or jobs to the town who knows like that's what I'm aiming for so you know that's what that's what I've been doing was straight music trying to trying to give it back to my community trying to give it back full circle 1000 exactly Mr. 1k over here yes sir also, right now, uh -oh. plug your socials, your Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud, Spotify, Jug Life. So you can find me on, on juglife.com or you can find me on soundcloud.com slash phrasey505. You can find me on Facebook, Frazy Illist on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram as phrasey505 on Snapchat, Snapchat, phrasey86. Uh, TikTok, Frazy505. Pretty much just type in Frazy, F-R-A-Y-Z-I-E, 505 or Illist, and you can locate me on any app pretty much. And on my OnlyFans, <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm playing. As of right now, I haven't created one yet. There's a yet. That's a yet. <laughs> pretty soon, boys. 2024. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but... Uh, on my YouTube, you can find me on as Frazy505 on my YouTube or my Frazy Topic channel, just as Frazy Topic or, or the Juggernaut Music page on YouTube as Juggernaut Music under YouTube. You can catch a lot of our videos on there. There's some pretty good videos that we directed and recorded at the Jug and around the area. And it's really good videos. You'll enjoy it. The, the whole story plot to the beginning to end, everything. It's pretty good lighting, everything. Appreciate y'all showing mad love, 1,000. Shout out to the cringe. Happy cringe miss to y'all. Exactly. Happy cringe miss to everybody. And to everybody, a cringe year. <laughs> yeah, you already know.
<laughs> well, thank you again, uh, Phrase, for hopping onto the podcast. Like I said, uh, oh, sure. when we met, my I was pleasure, like, my pleasure. I was like, I always wanted you as a season finale. <laughs> thank you, man. I appreciate you. I appreciate you and the support that you give, man. And it's all love and respect on this side. I, I tried my hardest to, uh, to show love back on, on internet as well as to all my fellow underground artists that try to show as much love as I can. Forgive me all if I don't. I'm, I'm always out here doing what I'm doing and trying He's to grinding. better my life, better my credit, ass, and still, still do music at the same time and try to make time for that, that app, you know, hitting that heart. I try my hardest to, to show mad support back, you know what I'm saying? So bad love to you guys. I appreciate it for real. Oh ho, oh ho. Well, thank you, Phrase, again. <laughs> yeah, oh ho, oh ho. Me, big, me, big elk. You, little elk. <laughs> but yeah, thank yeah. you again, Phrase. Uh, thank you for hopping the podcast. And remember to keep it cringe. And looking forward to everything you drop in the new year. Hello, hello. Hello, Are hello. Am I back? Am I back? Yeah, 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 yeah. Houston? Houston, we had a problem. Oh my god. Oh. Ay, 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 mi cabeza. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> ah, oh boy.